Welcome to Manifestation Lizified, your weekly dose of inspiration. This podcast is rooted in the belief that a positive mindset can improve every aspect of your life, from work to relationships to your overall well-being. By changing the way you interact with the world and approaching it from a positive place, you will manifest a fulfilled life of your creation. So hello, everyone. It's been a hot minute since my last podcast episode. And to be quite honest, I felt a little guilty. Guilty for not keeping up with my promise of a new episode every week. But between the pandemic, my full-time job, where we've had a flurry of activity, um, I realized that I couldn't really keep up with Manifestation Lizified in the way that I wanted. Add to it the fact that I was just downright tired. Seriously, guys, I had to stop and warm up a cup of coffee before even recording this episode. However, it brings me to the topic that I really wanted to discuss today. Let's discuss hustle versus flow. I'm part of Kimberly Wenya's Manifestation Monthly. Uh, It's basically a spiritual gym membership for the mind. She happened to be discussing hustle versus flow as part of this month's masterclass, um, and it really led me to think about how important those moments of flow are to our lives. The universe is a series of yin and yang, right? Push and pull, or twi and law. Kudos to those who get the Avatar The Last Airbender reference, because come on, great show. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. Um, But anyways, like I was saying, the universe really is yin and yang, the positive and the negative. Um, When something positive occurs, there may be a negative aspect to it, right? As part of manifestation um, and life in general, our goal is to accept and balance the positive with the negative. So I'm going to give you a great example. By choosing to invest my time in today's episode, it meant that I had to really give up time seeing friends. But it was a negative, right? That's the negative aspect of it. But it's a negative that I chose and I'm okay with because this episode was really important to me in order to record. So hustle is when we move mountains, right? Flow is our body's way of recharging and one cannot work without the other. Those moments of flow offer the downtime that our mind needs to birth new ideas and bring some of those creative innovations to life. In fact, uh, I was doing a little bit of research, and history is really ripe with examples. Uh, This past Sunday was actually lovely. Um, I spent the day just doing some errands, getting a massage, and I sat down at an outdoor cafe after I'd purchased a fun book, and I sat down to read it. The book that I picked up, and I actually have it right here next to me, um, and I can't wait to do a little bit more reading today, was called, um, is called Do Nothing, How to Break Away from Overworking, Overdoing and Underliving by Celeste Headley. She covers a topic that I have wanted to discuss for a while now. And I'm sure I've touched upon it in other podcast episodes, but as a society, particularly Americans, we have this idea and concept of the self-made man, right? The idea that the harder we work, the more we'll achieve. And this has a lot of different um, undertones to it, but really we can thank the 19th century and its industrial revolution for this. You know, we had, this is when the 40 hour work week was instilled and really it was designed to help the countless adults and children that were losing limbs and lives in 16, 70 hour work weeks because there was no regulation along the assembly lines in the factory settings. Yet the author Celeste Headley makes a really valid point. How many times do we check emails on Sunday just to get ahead, or do we voluntarily work late, right? These people fought in order to instill a 40-hour work week because that's what was believed fair. But we constantly offer our employers more voluntary time, whether that's 
checking our emails on a Sunday, or like I said, working late voluntarily. We live in an era of technology that really has created more efficiencies and hacks than we can actually count. So why are so many people still feeling overworked, stressed, and like their to-do list will never be I honestly believe that it really just comes back to hustle and flow, the need for forward momentum and moments of downtime. And I've said it before, there are countless studies out there that reaffirm the fact that after a certain number of hours, productivity decreases. And actually, um, in the 19th century, um, what came as a surprise to many of those factory owners was how much there really wasn't a drop in productivity. In fact, productivity got better once they actually um, started to implement those 40-hour work weeks. Less mistakes were happening, less less more uh, less death rates, etc. Um, so it just kind of goes to show. Um, and actually, I've been reading a lot of articles, particularly with the Harvard Business Review, um, because they have countless articles on the subject. Overwork or the constant state of hustle offers diminishing returns. Or as they put it, because I thought that they had a very great point, was you'll progressively work more stupidly on tasks that are increasingly meaningless. And the real kicker, really, um, is that when we work too hard, we really start to lose sight of the bigger picture, right? And the bigger picture only comes from those moments of flow. Those moments of flow allow us creativity and innovation. Ever wonder why things feel so clear after you step away from the computer and you take a walk? I remember having a conversation with a boss. Um, you know, she told me how great of a job I was doing um, because it was crazy. We had so many different assignments that we barely had a moment to breathe. Everything was moving like clockwork. But one thing she said to me was, this is great. The team is doing a great job, but I don't want you to forget about the big picture. You know, that's your job. You've got to take a step back and make sure that you're looking at the big picture and strategically, because those are the moments, those moments of flow, when we can take a moment, take stock, and stop being in reactive mode, where we can actually think about what's going to move the needle for my client? What's going to move the needle for, for Manifestation Lizified? What is going to bring the most value? And it's only in those moments of flow, in those moments where we take a step back, where our brain has the opportunity to kind of just stop and become inspired. And that's how innovation and creativity works. One cannot work without the other. Hustle versus flow. They work together. So time away has really given me a new perspective. I took two months off to really get a handle on my workload to do what really inspired me, like continuing to learn how to illustrate on Procreate. And in case you guys are curious, I know I've shared it on my Instagram, um, but I do have some fun illustrations on um, Art Lizified. Um, it's my other Instagram just dedicated to my trial and error work at trying to learn to illustrate. Um, but anyways, this time away has also let me get back into solid healthy habits like a 90-day workout challenge and learning to meal plan. I realized that because I was in this chronic state of hustle, I was starting to gain a little bit of weight. Um, I wasn't feeling as happy with myself. And again, I'm not the kind of person that says, oh, no, we must, you know, strive to be skinny and, 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 and all of that jazz. That's not really it. We, we have to strive to feel healthy. It's all about being fit and healthy and feeling good in our own skin, regardless of what you weigh. I don't even have a scale. Um, so this time away has really helped me to figure out what makes sense for me, what makes sense for the future of manifestation lizified. Um, so I'm setting up a bit of a cadence and I'm really figuring out what works for me. And 
I'll be honest with you guys that there's going to be some trial and error, but what you can bet is that manifestation lizified um, is going to have a few new improvements coming down the pipeline. And I really hope that you enjoy them and I'm curious for your feedback. Um, but first things first, that's it. The cadence is officially moving to a monthly episode. Um, just with my time and my schedule, I think that's what makes the most sense for me. But hopefully what I can do is spend more time researching and giving you guys an episode that's really meaningful um, and adds the most value possible. Um, and then I'm really excited, but I'm starting to um, finally create a website for Manifestation Lizified. And again, having that time away to step back really helped me think about the big picture and where I want to take Manifestation Lizified. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm planning things out a little bit more, right? The last week of the month is when I'll create my social media content calendar. I'm going to do more turnkey templates, but I'm also going to let go of this idea and concept that I have to do everything a certain way, right? Less rigidity, rigidity, I guess is the word. Yeah. Less rigidity, um, more doing what I want. And perhaps one day I'll share an inspiring sketch that resonates or I'll pull a beautiful oracle card. Um, things that are already part of my daily and my weekly routine. Uh, I think it's just really important that we're as authentic as possible. You know, there's so much on social media that's all about glorifying this life that we lead and behind closed doors. Is that really the life that people are leading? Um, you never know. So at the end of the day, Manifestation Lizified is really born of passion uh, and creativity, and I want to enjoy it. So all of this is possible because... I'm looking at my life, my calendar, and I'm actively building in moments of hustle and flow. And I'm setting boundaries. You guys, I have a whole episode on this, but setting boundaries is so important. Um, I love my job. I love what I do. But being home in this pandemic, it's very, very easy for, for me to say, well, I can still work a couple more hours. You know, I can still do this. Or, oh, there's still so many emails to get through. At the end of the day, there's always more work to be done, and we have to set those boundaries with ourselves, with our personal life, our work life, and we have to be the ones to say, this is enough, and create that balance for ourselves. I mean, so many times working at home during this pandemic, we find ourselves checking that email, staying on the computer longer, and then you realize it's been six hours, and the last time you left the computer was once just to use the restroom. That's not really a break. That's not the life that I want to live, and I doubt it's a life that you want either. So to close things off, I've decided that I'm going to pull an oracle card for you, my listeners. So um, this is something that I just kind of felt called to do. And in previous episodes, I was actually a little afraid to share too much woo, 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 I guess, on this podcast. Um, I said woo way too much. But, you know, when things are woo-woo, like woo, yeah. All right. Um, but more and more, I'm kind of pledging to myself that I want to embrace what feels right. So I'm now kind of shuffling these cards um and i mean come on how many people quote the harvard business review and then do an oracle card pull you know i think it's like i said it's all about balance so let me quickly um do a shuffle and then we'll see what we've got right what message do my listeners need to hear today honestly guys i am a big believer in the fact that the right message um, really is going to find you at the right time. And often oracle cards are a really great way to get in tune with your intuition, your gut, um, and everyone's interpretation is going to be different, but it gives you a peek into your self-subconscious. <laughs> well, I just got the card and I'm laughing a little bit inside at what it is. 
Um, so uh, I'm actually using the Wisdom of the Oracle uh, Oracle cards by Colette Baron uh, Reed. And what's funny is the first card that popped out that made sense for my listeners today is called Yin. And I'm going to just read you guys the meaning from her book. Uh, and you can kind of just take a moment, listen, and see how this resonates with your life right now. Are there any changes you could be making? Um, here we go. So Yin. The essential meaning, the feminine principle of receptivity, letting someone else make the first move, gathering information and taking in cues, the art of conscious allowing. This is a time of calculated receptivity as you gracefully await what's coming to you. Ready to accept when it appears, yin does not involve frozen dreams or even resting, but rather consciously allowing things to flow to you poised to receive the bounty that will be made available to you. It implies sensitivity as you alertly study the actions of others and contemplate how they'll affect you and yours. Remember, you must make space for miracles to appear. Be the shaped, not the shaper, and you'll see how quickly your dreams manifest. I love when synchronicities like this happen. I love that this entire episode was about hustle and flow, the concept of yin and yang, Although I'll admit I touched upon that very lightly, so I'm, that's a whole subject you can dive into. But the synchronicity of it is that here I am shuffling these cards, and of course the one that I pull happens to be yin. I think that was a message that we were all meant to hear today. Anyways, thank you guys so very much for joining me today, and may your day be filled with beauty and just a little bit of magic. Thank you guys so very much for listening. So if you enjoyed the podcast, please feel free to leave me a review. You can also find a few more doses of inspiration over at my Instagram at manifestation All right. Have an awesome, awesome day.